0: The following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org.
1: Thank you, Lord, for this family that we have here at church here, Lord. Thank you for the wonderful family that it is, and all the giftings that you've given them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. But today, and we ask for the Holy Spirit to come in and to just bless them, Lord, with your gifts, with your blessings, with your anointing, and we just ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, like you said, we're children's pastors, and... Um, We just love teaching kids. One of my favorite things to teach, though, is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I just love that. And we've been actually talking about the Holy Spirit for the last three or four weeks in Sunday school. And so our kids are revved and ready. So I would like them to come up and help me. You guys can come on up, all my kids, and sit up here in the front, okay? Go fast. Show me your speed. It
1: goes so much with the the go of the gospel. There we go. There we go. Oh,
0: yeah. Go ahead with
1: that. With the go of the gospel. You know, me and Hillary have had the chance to pray for so many kids to get the Holy Spirit because we've done camps over the years. And it is so exciting to see how the Holy Spirit moves on on the children. Even adults, they always come up and say, Well, I got the Holy Spirit when I was at a camp or I got it at... It's so exciting. They, some of them, they said, oh, I want to... You know, we ask them how they feel after they get prayed for, too. Some of them are, are crying a little bit. Some of them are, just can't stop laughing. Some of them are, just feel like, oh, my hands, are, my hands are shaking, you know? And some of them, uh, oh, they just they get excited and, and laugh. It's so fun. One little girl goes... My tongue is moving, but I can't say the words that I want to say. <laughs> you know, it's so fun to see the Holy Spirit move on them. So yeah, it's always exciting that way.
0: One little boy that left camp ran up to the canteen and said, the Holy Spirit's all over me. And it was. <laughs> yeah. So it's just wonderful. And so we just want the Holy Spirit to be here today. Yeah. So All right. So do you want to start with Acts?
1: Sure. We're going to start with Acts one. It's a and being you
0: following your Bibles
1: Acts one four and five and being assembled together with them. They commanded them. They, he commanded them to stay in Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father that you've heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. But John said, I baptize with water, but there comes one mightier than me, whose shoes I, I'm not able to, to latch on there. He said, he will baptize you with fire, and he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost. You know, if any of you have experienced it, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Like experience.
0: Amen. My translation said that... Um... The Father has promised. Oh, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift the Father has promised. And how many of you have children and you picked out a gift for them? You just... Don't, didn't you just giggle inside? Like, my favorite is Christmas. I, that's my favorite thing about Christmas is toy shopping. Because it's just so exciting to give a good gift. And here our Father is going to give us a good gift, the Holy Spirit. So one of, well, one of the things we did at Christmas is we gave a puppy. How many of you have, we have a puppy here today. How many have given your kids puppies? You've had that experience. The kids are all raising their hands like, yes. So we did that one year. That was awesome. And then one year, Jim looked in the paper and he saw this ad, baby ponies. We said, oh my gosh, wouldn't that just be a hoot to have a baby pony for Christmas? And we got a babysitter. We got in the car. We drove a couple hours. There were these little dogs. It's only this
1: tall, too. (laughs) Little baby
0: ponies. And we bought it. And then... Christmas Eve came, they brought it. And, and of course, now I just want to tell you, we do not live on a farm. We live in a neighborhood. Yeah,
1: we live in a neighborhood. We built a stable in my garage for it <laughs> and put some straw down. But well, we didn't we know what did. to do with it. We actually.
0: did. We didn't, we didn't think this thing through. So. <laughs> So we were going to buy the lot next door to us. We were in the process to get it, but it didn't have a fence. It didn't have anything. So we had this lovely baby pony. We had a wonderful Christmas Eve, and, you know, everyone went out there, and there were big red bows and jingle bells. But the next morning, it dawned on me, this pony needs fresh air, and it needs to be walked. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, this is way bigger than anything I thought about. And so we hooked the horse up. Pony up and we took it out the garage and and my daughter was holding it because you know we thought she would do the walking, of course, when she was 10. And whoosh, that little pony went running down the road. And my daughter was dragging after, and then of course the rest of us family running after. And it. he got away. He got away. We chased the pony. And uh, long story short, we ended up um, boarding him, but it was a wonderful experience. <laughs> so we can give good gifts. Sometimes we make mistakes in our gifts, but the Father does not make a mistake in the gift he gives us. And the Father gave us, the, was, said, wait for this gift. And you know what? Jesus was excited about this gift. Wait. Just wait in Jerusalem because God has a gift for you, the Holy Spirit. So, Okay. What's next?
1: So in chapter, so Acts 1, 7 through 9, it says...
0: Oh, before you read it, i interrupt you.
1: <sighs> yes. Go ahead.
0: These are Jesus' last words to his disciples. The very last things, when he reads this, these are the last things Jesus decides to tell his disciples before he ascends to heaven. His very last words. So listen, what do you think... Jesus is going to say.
1: Because right after he says him, all of a sudden, he ascends up into heaven. And into a cloud gets him, and the angels are saying, Hey, what are you men at Galilee staring at? This same Jesus is coming back the same way. (laughs) So this is his last words to him right out there. It says, And he said unto him, But you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost is upon you. And you will be witnesses to me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends and the uttermost parts of the earth. So the last words it was before you ascended up into heaven, you're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit, you're going to receive some dynamite power, some big power. You know, you might right now, you might feel a little apprehensive, but when the Holy Spirit hits you, you're not going to be apprehensive anymore. You are going to just go and and it's going to be different for everybody that the Holy Spirit rests on. It's going to be exciting and it's going to be just bring the gospel into the real go whoo, out into the world.
0: So I like the word power. And how many of you, I know, um, you know what's going to happen, don't you guys? Can you feel that for me?
1: Oh, here, I'll fill up this gun.
0: Yeah. We all have a natural. Power. You, you know, go. we all have human gifts inside of us. How many of you, like, can play an instrument? That's a, that's a natural gift in us. How many are you really good at talking? <laughs> yeah, I see I have the gift of chit-chat. <laughs> but, I mean, we all have those natural gifts. And show us some natural little power. This okay. is little power. This is I a little power. Get those kids. Who has right over,
1: like over Bob, maybe? no.
0: Oh, yeah, let's get Bob and Colleen.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, sorry about sorry. that. <laughs> You're okay. All right. Look, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Are you sure? I know we're going to get new carpeting in a week.
0: But if you thought that was fun, just think what when the Holy Spirit hits us. Now that is <laughs> like... power. Dunamis power. Woo! Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, man, did that really what... Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. So, we don't want little power. We want the full load of power, right? What the Holy Spirit's going to give us.
1: The, and the first time that the wind blew and, and the Holy Spirit came into the place was they all spoke in tongues and everything. The second time was at the beautiful gate when they healed. They, they did their first healing. They healed the man that was lame. and after they had talked to the Sadducees and the Pharisees, they were mad at them, And they went back out there, and then they came back in and prayed when they let him loose. And they said, Lord, with all boldness, and we want, we want to go by the Spirit. And the place shook, and they got the Holy Spirit again. So all it right. just continued on going.
0: So we're going to do this memory verse. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Acts eight. And you kids know this. So I want you to stand up. And half of it, I'll take the boys on this side. Jim's going to take the girls on that side. And we're going to split you right down the middle. Okay. Okay?
1: Right, okay, right about here.
0: We're going to need you guys to help us with this memory verse, okay? We usually have a contest. So you guys are going to be loud for me, right? Thank you. Okay? Jim, you're, good luck. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, ready? You guys stand up. face these guys. You guys remember it? Okay? Okay, ready? All right, you guys can. You'll be much louder if you stand. Come on, please help me out. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I know you guys are like, what is going on? We are doing a kid thing here. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Acts 1 8.
1: Oh, we got this. This is no problem. Yeah, right. For sure. Okay. Guys, you're jumping up. Okay. But you will receive power when the Holy Ghost is upon you. Acts 1 8. See? That's, okay. <laughs> okay,
0: I think your side won that time.
1: But, but I, okay, I have we've hoped got hope for this time. side. They look like they could really do gonna it. this
0: time we are going to say I will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes on you. Okay? You've got to stand up. And now, nope, nope, say it as a, as a declaration. Ready? One. Two, three. I will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Acts 1 8. Wow. Okay, we were good. We were good.
1: Yeah, you were really good. Okay, we're going to say. All right. This time it's I will receive power. Okay? I will receive power. When the Holy Spirit is upon me, me, Jesus, 1-8. Oh, boy, that was close that time, wasn't it? It's
0: darn good. Okay, let's do it all together. And we're going to say we, okay? One, two, three. We We shall receive receive power when the the Holy Holy Spirit Spirit comes on you, you. Acts 1-8. Ha! All right, thanks, you guys. Thanks for hanging in there with me on doing a kid thing. We have more kid things, and we're almost done with kids. All right.
1: Shh. We do. Okay,
0: you guys can sit back down. Okay, let's, let's continue in the scriptures. <laughs> we'll get more serious. Okay. Okay, we're continuing on.
1: In Acts 2. Acts 2. Okay, okay I'm going to read Acts 2. Four, one through four, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a wind. There suddenly, and suddenly, suddenly there came suddenly, a wind. Suddenly, suddenly. Suddenly. And they had to wait, you know.
0: While suddenly. they were waiting in Jerusalem.
1: Yes. And they were waiting, and suddenly...
0: Not out. Uh-oh.
1: And suddenly, there was... Okay, you get it, guys. Okay, just go
0: on the
1: and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. And it filled all the house that they were sitting. And there appeared unto them tongues Cloven tongues like fire, and it sat on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost right. as the Spirit gave them utterance. So it wasn't exactly Whoa! like
0: that. <laughs> Thank you. You can go. Right. Right. All right, we have to put that back. But your kids can take a sucker and find your seat. Sorry for the tied up little thing there. I don't
1: know how that (laughs) happened, But it's to give you an idea of the mighty rushing wind that was in there. Everybody's heard that wind outside before. It said, oh, there's a storm coming. That was a mighty rushing wind that was in the place.
0: Okay, that was crazy, but that was what it was like. Can you imagine you're there and all of a sudden this wind starts blowing and and there's tongues of fire on everybody's head and you open your mouth to say, you got fire on your head and out comes tongues. And then the other one's looking back at you. And they're all speaking in tongues and the anointing is so strong on them. So the empowering of that, that they flood out the room and there... Am I telling the story that I'm supposed to read? Yeah, not? no, that's okay. okay. So, and there are all these people in the streets, crowded, 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 so much that, and then Peter get, leaves a message, and talk about crowded, 3,000 people get saved. So, this really happened. I counted this like 14 Bible. different
1: tongues. 14 different places because Jerusalem was packed because it's one of the holidays that, that they had Passover, or, or Pentecost, and Jerusalem was packed 14 different languages and they all were wondering what's going on you're speaking my language but you don't know my language and the, and it's amazing all of these people that are out there and they were wondering what is going on here
0: here's a little tip that you might not know is that the that this fell right on the day of shavuot which is 50 days after the second day of Passover. And so it doesn't matter when Passover falls. It's always 50 days after the second Passover. And that is the feast of um, the, uh, first fruit. First, the first fruit. And it's also remembering um, Moses' Ten Commandments. So he and, brought
1: the first fruit of the law. Moses and the law, and it's the first fruits. But also Pentecost, the first fruits of the Holy Spirit.
0: And so these there's three... Um, Three feasts that they're commanded in, what's oh, Leviticus, Leviticus 23, and I'll find it for you later. So even
1: to this day, they, come, they have to come up to Jerusalem for like three There feasts. were three
0: feasts that had to be there. The Feast of Passover, which Jesus was there, and it was very crowded, if you remember. And then it was the Feast of Shavuot, which is this feast, 50 days after. And during those 50 days, the Jewish people cannot have any weddings or celebrations. Even now, they, they celebrate it. It's like there's a 50 days, uh, seven weeks of, of, of Sabbaths before this day hits. So it's, it's still celebrated today. This, the, and it's a very joyous celebration.
1: I, I got a chance to be there during the holidays because I worked on a kibbutz in my 20s. And they really put out a, a, a party on the kibbutz they did. But all over, it's just a fantastic, it's a big celebration that everybody does. And we were there during Passover one time yeah. when it was also Ramadan, the, the Arab holiday. And then also it was uh, Easter too. So that place was just bustling. But you can imagine the place was just bustling here. And the Holy Spirit came on the people here. Yeah. And it was a wonderful thing.
0: When we were there, it, we got kicked out of our hotel. We went with our reservation number and everything. And they said, you don't have a reservation. We said, yeah, here's the number. You, you know, we know we have it. Well, we'll let you stay the night. And it was we're like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Because the place was just packed. And we called around. Finally, some friends said, we know a convent you can stay in. And so here we are, <laughs> away from our kids, and we go into the convent, and there's these two single beds, and um, and you have to be in by 11. <laughs> so we were kind of like, oh, man. But the next morning during breakfast, we met this young couple, and they go, Oh, we started talking to go. Oh, you're Christians too. We were just praying for a Christian couple to talk to. And so we thought, oh, you're the reason we're in the convent. <laughs> okay, just a little tidbit. <laughs> oh, the last, oh, the last feast that you have to be in Jerusalem is the Feast of Tabernacles. All right. Where are we,
1: So Like Paul, so the importance of tongues that happened there, the importance of tongues was so much that Paul says later in the epistles, he says, You know what? I speak in tongues more than you all. I just speak in tongues. He says, And he's like his company's the apostles and some other people. He says, I speak in tongues more than you all. I don't think to, to just boast, but knowing the power. That tongues really brought. So I'm sure he was no shamani on and maybe not in front of the public, but just always, and just it says, He that prays in the unknown tongue, he edifies himself and he builds himself up. He speaks mysteries to God. So I imagine he was just like a few weeks ago, Henry brought the word. And he brought the word and and the word was a tongue that's in front of the church, and you bring the interpretation. But the power behind it is amazing, and the word behind it, it's, it's, it's a powerful thing.
0: Um, I, I was filled with the Holy Spirit and, and tongues when I was a young girl. And I remember um, just, it, it came on me when I was at home. It was kind of just a few words. I was like, wow, what is this? And then in my life, I started to, I just didn't use that gift. And... Um, and then I got to the place where, like, man, this is, this is a gift I really should use. And I started using it much more. And I found that sometimes for myself, if you just start with, if you were like that too, you feel like, oh, I don't really use my tongues much. I found that when I just did it for two seconds or so, I got my water in here. Can you get my water out for me? Here, do you want this? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I found that it was like taking, when I would first start, I would just take a sip, you know, and that kind of keeps you alive, keeps you going. But when I started to go longer in my tongue, like take it a lot longer, then that was like quenching, like guzzling the spirit. And so I just wanted to encourage that maybe that would help you in your tongue. If you feel like when you are speaking in tongues, it just feels kind of dry. So then I even started walking down this peninsula because, you know, I'd leave the kids for devotion, and I'd start speaking in tongues, and it would be like, You know, it's because, you know, the tongue is also something that you war with. You speaking words that you don't necessarily know, but you are you're praying God's, God's desire. So all of a sudden, I would move into this war thing, and I was down on this little peninsula. Sometimes you sing, sing in tongues. Yeah. And then I thought, oh my I gosh. I don't think she looked quite
1: like that. See- but what's that? <laughs> yeah, the peninsula, nobody's on there. Nobody can see me, but I
0: also thought, what if somebody else comes? It's a path. What if somebody else came walking down there, and I was <laughs> going nuts? But the holy spirit can come on you and you can move into a deeper place in the holy S- in speaking in tongues it's a wonderful gift i hate for i hate for anyone to miss it and i feel sad because i know there are some denominations that feel like it's even of the devil or that it's not for today and i'll tell you what it's in the bible it's in acts if you want to if you question it just go home and read acts it's what gave power to those disciples to spread the gospel. And some say, well, that was for that day. And I say, we need it today. Who agrees that we need some Holy Spirit power today? Amen. Okay, I went on on that.
1: (laughs) Well, when I first got the Holy Spirit too, first I got saved. It was just amazing. It was like coming to life when I first got saved. And then I got baptized with water, and that was just a wonderful thing. And somebody told me, hey, are you baptized in the Holy Spirit? I said, oh, I don't really know what that is, but I think I got the Holy Spirit, (laughs) you know. So I went to a service with them and went up to the front, and all of a sudden, they laid hands on me, and I got the Holy Spirit in just a real wonderful way. All I can explain is just like light. And all of a sudden, the language came out of me, like, a beautiful language that I had no idea came out of me and just flowed right out of me. And it was such a wonderful experience. You know, there, there was a scripture that when, when uh, Peter and John went to, up to Samaria, they said, the people up here haven't got the Holy Spirit yet. So they went over there and laid hands on him.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's message. To learn more about us, please visit livingwatersmn.org.